Can you catch this? Or match this? Check this direct to your spinal axis. Well, welcome back to Catch This, the Military Medicine Podcast. We've got a special guest for you today. Commander James Palma has been doing a lot of great work here at the Uniformed Services University, building a new curriculum for ultrasound that is spanning the pre-clerkship period here for the School of Medicine. Now, if you're able to take Dr. Palma's course, you're going to get introduction to a number of key exams using the ultrasound machine that will be useful for you and deployed in emergency medicine environments. But today we have a sampling of a very important one to show you how easy it can be to use an ultrasound machine to help with the diagnosis in the tactical setting. So he'll be talking about the use of ultrasound in the diagnosis of tension pneumothorax. Now bear with us as we continue to master the technical side of getting this podcast together. This particular episode was pre-recorded and unfortunately the sound quality isn't quite what we'd like it. But rather than delay getting this to you, I wanted to go ahead and get this out. And uh, with that, I'm going to go ahead and turn over the show to Dr. Palma. Welcome to this brief tutorial about using ultrasound for the diagnosis of pneumothorax. For this lecture, we will only discuss pneumothorax, but ultrasound can also be used to identify several other pulmonary pathologies. For example, pulmonary edema, pneumonia, pulmonary embolism, pleural effusions, etc. The lung is covered by its visceral pleura, and the parietal pleura is adherent to the inner wall of the thoracic cavity. The potential space between these is filled with a tiny amount of fluid, which allows smooth gliding as the lung expands and contracts during the normal respiratory cycle. We can see this normal pleural sliding with ultrasound. If there is a pneumothorax present, though, then the ultrasound cannot see through the pneumothorax air, so there is no pleural sliding visible. Holding the ultrasound probe on the anterior chest, we see the intercostal muscles, as well as a rib bone with a prominent shadow behind it. We know that the pleural cavity begins at the posterior aspect of the rib, and we can see a bright white line with a parietal pleura. Directly behind this line, we can see the visceral pleura sliding back and forth as the patient breathes in and out. This is a normal pleural sliding, also called shimmering or glistening. There is no pneumothorax present at this location. In the supine position, air from a pneumothorax rises to the anterior chest, while fluid, blood, hemothorax, or pleural effusion, would layer posteriorly. To examine for a pneumothorax, the ultrasound probe should be dragged from cephalid to caudal in the midclavicular line. A small pneumothorax may not involve the entire hemithorax, so all rib spaces must be examined. Note that on the left hemothorax, the probe has to be placed farther lateral on the chest wall in order to avoid the heart. When you reach the caudal aspect of the thoracic cavity, you will identify the hemidiaphragm as a thin muscle with bright white echogenic borders. Now you know that you have examined the entire hemithorax. In the top image, we see a pneumothorax. We identify the ribs and know that the parietal pleura is located at the posterior aspect of the ribs, but we do not see any pleural sliding. The pneumothorax air is between the chest wall and the lung. This air blocks the ultrasound beam, so we do not see any pleural sliding. Additionally note that we see a mirror image artifact of the chest muscles, similar to that seen when examining the right upper quadrant and left upper quadrant hemidiaphragm views for normal versus hemithorax or pleural effusions. In the bottom image, we see an example of normal pleural sliding. There is no pneumothorax in the bottom image. As we have already seen, here is an example of normal pleural sliding. On the diagram, note that the visceral and parietal pleura are touching each other, so we can see the pleural sliding movement. 
Here is normal pleural sliding in the top image, contrasted with the pneumothorax in the lower image. Ultrasound cannot penetrate air. All of the ultrasound beam is reflected when it meets a 100% air interface. The ultrasound beam cannot see through the air, i.e. pneumothorax, so we do not see movement of the visceral pleura or the collapsed lung. We do not see any pleural sliding in the bottom image, so we know that a pneumothorax is present. A pneumothorax rarely involves 100% of the thoracic cavity, so there is typically an interface where the lung is touching part of the chest wall, so pleural sliding can be seen, but the pneumothorax air is visible with no pleural sliding appreciated. This is termed the lead point of the pneumothorax, or the lung point. You can trace out the borders of the pneumothorax to make an estimate of its size. The lung sliding motion can also be graphically depicted using M-mode. The chest wall, skin, subcutaneous fat, and muscles do not move over time, so there are straight lines across the entire M-mode image. Normal pleural sliding is seen as a grainy sand on the seashore sign because of the movement in variable appearance of the deep lung tissue. With a pneumothorax, there is no motion in the lung tissue, so straight lines are visualized as a barcode or stratosphere sign. In the top image, we see a pneumothorax with no pleural sliding on B mode, and the barcode or stratosphere sign on M mode. In the bottom image, we see normal pleural sliding on B mode, and the normal sand on the seashore sign of pleural sliding on M mode. Here is a brief case to quiz yourself. There is a multiple penetrating trauma patient who you are preparing for prolonged aeromedical evacuation. Does this patient have a pneumothorax? And should you consider placing a chest tube prior to their evacuation? I will let you examine the images for a few seconds. The upper images are of the right chest and the lower images of the left chest. Note that sometimes it can be difficult to appreciate pleural sliding on the B-mode images, so M-mode provides a useful secondary or confirmatory view. This patient has a right-sided pneumothorax, so you should consider placing a chest tube prior to prolonged aeromedical evacuation. The sensitivity of ultrasound for pneumothorax is better than plain chest x-ray. It is simple and rapid to perform, and it provides an immediate diagnosis. Keep on scanning. <laughs>